0: Hey friends, welcome back. This is season three of Thursday Thoughts of a Tea, and I'm your amazing host, Angie G.H., and Don't worry, just like every other season, we're going to have amazing topics, we're going to have amazing guests, we're going to deal with our holistic health, and we're going to also dig into societal issues and the things that plagues us. Don't worry, because I will also be that ray of sunshine on your cloudy day with my motivational moments. So be sure to meet me here every Thursday and have that cup of tea ready, and I want you to sit back and enjoy the show. Hello, Thursday Thoughts Over Tea family. I am back and I am your host, Angie H. And I just wanted to get into it today. So I noticed a lot um, on my timeline and everywhere. I noticed that um, we as a people get so caught up in celebrity news, um, their personal lives. Um, We don't even care sometimes about the backstory. We just want to... um, to comment and speculate and voice our opinions, I should say, on what is going on in their personal lives. But what I found rather odd is the fact that we defend these total strangers that are in the limelight way before we um, defend the people that are connected to us. People in our circle. People that we actually know, that we physically can see and touch, right? So, and I pose the question like why why do we feel the need to defend the people that we don't even know yes we feel like we know them because we see them plastered on our social media we see them plastered on our TVs out in our in the movies and things like that so we I mean we kind of got like this war perception that we really know these people but we don't we do not like these people are really set Um, their job, this is their job. Their job is to entertain us and we pay them by all of the support, but we don't know them. We don't know their daily battles. We don't know their ins and outs. Um, we only know what they allow us to see much like everybody on social media. We only know what we see. So how do we feel like we can defend these people? Um, and the reason why I say that, um, so I know you guys keep up with the news, so, Cardi B, I'm a rapper, is now divorcing her husband. Offset, I believe that's his name. I don't know. I don't listen to that. Um, that type of rap. Um, so, they're divorcing because, number one, um, which I think is not the first time he's um, cheated or had infidelities But now this infidelity resulted into a love child. Um, again, speculation. Only go by what I read right so people are saying all types of stuff um it's her fault why she divorcing him and this this and that um I mean they're taking up for this man they're doing this it's her it's her fault that he cheated this way first of all we are wrong okay I don't care if you are nobody if you you don't deserve to be cheated on like if that is not the healthy relationship if it's not a healthy relationship and that's not what you want then you leave I don't care how much money you got but that's what brought me to my point like we don't know these people we don't know all we know is what they show us we know that she's a rapper we know that she has this song that everybody is talking about I'm so like we know these things but we don't know what goes on in their house like we don't know if he been cheating on her since day one we don't know what he does to her. We don't know what kind of emotional struggles that she go through just being married and in the limelight. Like we don't know this, though, but we defend these people. And it's just not to B. That was just like an example. Um, it's just anybody. Y'all will go to bat for Nicki Minaj. Y'all will go to bat for all these people. Y'all will explain what these people really meant. Like, really, guys? We don't even know what these people meant. They they make a statement or they do something that is questionable and it is on display. People will go to bat to defend that action, but won't do it for the people that they know. Like they don't even do it for the people <laughs> that they're associated with. Like y'all will literally tear down someone you do, someone that you know. You will tear them down, brick by brick. But a celebrity. That's not what she meant. That's not what he was trying to say. Y'all don't even know him. What y'all not going to do is slander my favorite celebrity. Y'all not get ready to do that. We not get ready to do this on social media. But your gone cousin getting her head knocked off. And you all calling her stupid. Because she leaving because maybe he has money. Or, you know she's they we justify in these toxic behaviors because we think we know the person and we don't even know nothing about these people so it was just it was just you know it was just a question that i was trying to get an understanding you know maybe i'm out of touch maybe i don't know okay maybe i don't know but i do know that y'all don't know these people and y'all don't even have the same grace for the people that you know. But you will go to bat for a stranger that whom you may never even meet. They have publishers. They have a PR team. They have all these people that make them look a certain way to us to the point that we really don't even know their background and what they're really about. So I asked I ask the question, i had some feedback you know i thought i would have more but hey it's cool so i um i did post that question on my social media um i had and the funny thing is i have responses from men i i thought that you know i thought my sisters y'all y'all left me hanging y'all left me hanging yesterday on my question but i just wanted to get an understanding or get a thought of why why do you feel like we we are more invested in strangers than we are in the people that we are that are connected to us and so one of my facebook friends bj he was he was saying hey um people we know they really know us the strangers are unable to judge us nor do we know their past so it's basically an isolated situation where we can focus our decision solely upon the situation. I think it has to do with self-reflection. So basically what he's saying is you're going to take the it's better to invest in somebody else's life so you can take attention off looking at yourself, like seeing who you really are. But I you know and and I I agreed with him, but I also feel like it's a deflection. I can't if if I'm voicing my opinion and you see me being an advocate over here you can't see the real the dirt that i'm really doing you can't see that my life is in shambles so right now i'm an investment instead of investing time into fixing me right i'm going to invest my time into being in other people's business basically that's what it looks like so what i mean i mean we don't even speak up for the things around us but we will go to back. I'm talking about to the point that I see arguments amongst strangers regarding somebody else's life that you don't even know. Like you they're not inviting us to dinner. They're not asking us to come saying kumbaya. They don't even know us. All they know is that we're sending, we're supporting them and they're cashing our and they're cashing the checks that we help fund. Now, if you have a now, I'm not saying. Don't voice your opinions, but what I'm saying is, when it becomes a point where you're arguing and you're fussing and you're literally cussing each other out on a social platform over a stranger whom you don't know, but then you walk past and someone that has an opinion that could be a very same opinion as a celebrity, and you know them, their their thoughts are stupid, like. Push them to the side because their 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 thoughts and their opinions don't hold any weight. Because I know you, I know who you are, and that is it. Just really strange to me. So, um, and that was on my Facebook page. So let's go over to. Let's go over to Instagram. To one of um, uh, my childhood friends, a male as well, um, his opinion, um, his thoughts. With as such um, and this is Kenneth and what he said was I want to read it I don't want to misquote nobody <laughs> but he said he believes it's either their lives are a mess it makes them feel a little better knowing someone else is suffering or simply they have nothing going on for themselves and are blind to that reality Wow like for real so your, your life is in shambles and you don't even want to focus on that. Like you don't even want to face your own personal reality. So you deal in the lives of people whom you don't know. So you put more energy and time into trying to defend strangers than to sit in your own um, homes or sit and evaluate your own life to see what is it that I can be working on? Like, where can I spend this energy? Where can I spend this time? So I thought it was, I thought it was, then he went on to say, um, he, he said it was sad. It's like seeking validation from a brick wall rather than someone with a voice that bears true weight in your lives. Boom. Now that is it. You out here talking to this good sheetrock. rock. And you're going back and forth about this sheetrock that has, that don't even, they don't even know you there actually. And you're going back and forth and they're not even able to talk to you and have a general conversation so you can clearly understand their mindset or what they were talking about or what they're literally going through in that present moment. And you're acting as though your opinion really matters in these people's private lives. I mean, I know when you're a celebrity, it ain't really private because you put yourself out there granted it's still their lives. So that's that was just some of the thoughts um, <laughs> that was just some of the thoughts that I was I was so glad to hear from a male a male point of view to kind of get an understanding um, of why we why we do that but according to psychology today I'm gonna leave you with this <laughs> according to psychology today. There is a disorder for this, and it is called CWS. Yo, this is really a real thing. According to Psychology Today, celebrity worship syndrome has been described as an obsessive—it's um, like obsessive disorder. And what it what it means is that you're so invested in the details and of the personal life of a celebrity, or the person that's in the um, public eye. It can be anybody, politicians and authors and journalists and people like that. Um, but it's mainly the celebrity worship mainly affect people um, that are focused are on the people that are in the television. Um, or music so according to um, Psychology Today this term was coined by Lynn McCutcheon Um, in the early 2000s however it is commonly believed that the first use of the term celebrity worship was in a Daily um, Mail article by um, journalist James Chapman and what it is is like it's your attitudes and behaviors that are associated with with this. Um, they become upset. They become irate. They become heavily invested into trying to stand up for this person. So that that is like this despite it may sound like oh they just saying anything but if you sit and you take a look back and you go on places like the shade room and different things like that and you know the shade room is shady it's a gossip place call them so when they posting these people and oh my god and one of the one of the ones that i see that really really so often that people really go back and forth about is russell wilson and Sierra. russell wilson Russell Wilson and Sierra get the most when it comes to her leaving her son's father and getting married and leveling up in the sense that she wanted to be a better woman and he brings out the best in her every time someone they post a baby or whatever that's when it comes out she's a gold digger he's a cornball she didn't because she decided that she wanted something different so that she can become a different woman. So it is just amazing that it's truly uh it's like a mental it's like a mental condition. CWS Celebrity Worship Syndrome. So I it's just it's very intense. Um and I see it a lot, and so that just made me ask the question and pose the question, hey why why are we like this what benefit is it going to bring to our lives in that moment like what is it going to do for us to be so heavily invested in strangers is it gonna make our lives better or is it giving us a voice because we feel voiceless in the world so big because social media is giving people a whole lot of courage to say stuff that they normally wouldn't say and maybe that's the problem maybe that's the thing hey like I can say what I want to say on the internet. Somebody's going to read it. I'm going to have some dialogue. I'm going to have some interaction whether I'm right or wrong. And maybe, you know, we feel voiceless in this world so it's giving us a voice. It's giving us something. Um, and yes, granted, I know it's our it's our social media. I do what I want to do. Cool. That is true. But when it when it becomes to change your character, your attitude, and your mood for the day, that's an issue and that is a problem. And you really need to reevaluate your stance because is it really a foundation that you really should be standing on or you just ain't got nothing else to do and we can't blame this on quarantine because people have been like this for years this ain't got nothing to do with covid-19 this is just who people are people are really heavily invested in strangers Uh, put that time into yourself put that time into your family put that time into your community put that time into a place that um you can see results like you're not getting ready to see any results defending a celebrity and her wop and his cheating they knew baby i mean you're not going to see any results of that because these people don't know you they appreciate you because without you they wouldn't be who they are but maybe maybe that's the investment maybe because you spend so much money on their music and stuff you feel like you have that right to uh defend them because you put your money into it maybe maybe that's it maybe that's the investment i don't know but That was a thought but you can always add messages to this um, if you have an opinion after listening to this but after these messages or this quick break i'll be back with your black s list 365 but think about it be sure that you don't go down that road where you have celebrity um worship syndrome because it's like a real thing according to psychology today be right back you probably asking yourself as you listen to this amazing podcast week after week. Who is Angie H? And it's quite simple. I'm just a wife and a mother trying to use her platforms to empower and impact the world. What platforms, you ask? Anise Charles Organics. A-N-I-S-E Charles Organics. This is my holistic health company that I use health coaching, holistic nutrition, and herbal products to help you and to promote holistic living from the inside out, defining our purpose. This is the platform that I use my book, Inspirations, which is a journal devotional, as well as motivational videos. I take the time out to listen to you and help you navigate through your darkest times. But if you want to find out more about both of these platforms, just simply go to www. DefiningourPurpose.com or as you're scrolling up and down your timelines on IG and Facebook, simply like my page or follow me at Anise Charles Organics, A N I S E, Charles Organics, or Defining Our Purpose. guys i'm back with your black excellent 365 moment richard potter um he was the first black magician um one of the first black illusionists in um america um potter was born potter was born in new hampshire um he was educated in europe before beginning his 25 year career as a performer in uh, post-revolutionary america he lived with his father in um, Hoptacon, N.H., until he married his wife Sally and had three kids, um, so Potter was credited as America's first successful stage magician, hypnotist, um, and ventriloquist. One of the earliest records of Potter advertising his shows was on November the second, eighteen eleven, in Boston at Columbian Museum. Um, the performance future of um, ventriloquism and magic also what we um, know about Richard Potter or what you might not know he's considered the black first black celebrity as well um, he lived on 175 acres um, farmland that he purchased in 1814 um, his estate consisted of several rooms on the first floor second floor um, was said to have one big room um, where they had their dinner parties and things like that. Potter successfully and it said that he made um, $4,800 for a 20 day engagement in Alabama in the 1800s. First of all, $4,800 in the 1800s is pretty good money. Um, so it it is so much about him. Um, But he died September the 20th, 1835. Sometime after his death and the death of his wife, Sally, the couple was buried in the front yard of their estate. Um, But the house burned down. Potter and his wife, Grace, were moved to their present site in 1849 to make room for the railroad. All the remains to this day um, is a small plot with the gravestones inscribed, Richard's Stone. In memory of Richard Potter, the celebrated ventriloquist, age 52, died September the 20th, 1835. So it is so much that I could share. But our first black celebrity, Richard Potter, when they said that melanin people are magic, I mean, Richard Potter is proof of that. Thank you for joining me until next week. Hey, so did you enjoy this week's episode? Well, I hope you did, but you know what you can do if you never want to miss another episode? Just simply subscribe to Thursday Thoughts of Tea on all podcast platforms or follow me on IG at Thursday Thoughts of Tea. Be sure that if you have any thoughts or concerns or any topics that you want to discuss, simply send me an email at gmail.com. Always remember, your thoughts are amazing. But sometimes they're even better when you're sipping on a hot cup of tea. See you next week here on Thursday Thoughts of a Tea with Angie H.